At the bottom of the Aleph, the grammar of the Brisa, Elu Brachin Shadam Shaykhba, and these are the Brachas in Shemana Esrei, when a person should bow, in the Brach of Avais at the beginning and at the end, and the Brach of Haidah Maidim at the beginning and at the end. If a person wants to bow at the beginning and at the end of any other Bracha, so we teach him not to. Now Taisa says, what's the big deal? Why do we have to teach him not to? Taisa says, because if people will bow any more than they have to, that'll lead to the, the whole Takana being Nekar. How would that happen? So the Achrenu explained, because once you start adding on, so people don't know what's Chumrah and what's Mi'akaradin. And then when a person won't keep his Chumrah, he won't bow down one time, one of those times that he bows down more than he has to, so somebody else will take that to mean that you don't have to bow down even the times that you really do have to. So therefore, we never add on, and we never obviously subtract what the Tukhan is to do. Also, Taisa said, there's an ending of Yura. You know, you're showing off. Because the Gemara explains that the Kohanim, Kohen would have to bow more than everybody else, and the Melech would bow even more than that. And their Cheshokhan explains that that's saying that, you know, the greater a person is, the more he has to humble himself before Hashem by bowing down. So when a person says, you know, I have to bow down more than you, he's saying, I'm greater than you. I have to humble myself more than you. So it's Mechzik Yura. looks like you're showing off. Now, Rebbe Yenis Medayik in Lashon Gemara, that it's only a problem to bow at the beginning and at the end. To bow in the middle of the bracha. That's okay. What's the reason why it's okay? Because it only looks like you're adding on to the Takana of Chazal when you bow at the beginning at the end of different brachas. But when it's in the middle, that's nothing to do with the Takana of Chazal. It's not even Mechzikira. And the Rebbe says that's the reason why we have many people that have a minute to daven, the whole daven of Rosh Hashanah and Anim Kippur bowing down. And the Rebbe explains that a person also has to be careful if he does this in Rosh Hashanah and Anim Kippur. He has to straighten up at the beginning and at the end of every bracha. Also, at the end of the first bracha, before you say Baruch Hashem, you should straighten up so that you can then bow down when you say Baruch Hashem, because that's the Ikaradin. You shouldn't be down the whole time. You have to straighten up and then bow down to show that you're going down for the mitzvah, for the Takanam Chazal, of bowing down at the end of the first bracha and also the bracha of Maidim. This is all about Lalach and Shulchan Aruch and Archaim's Mikafir Gimel, Sif Aleph, and Sif Beis. And the Gemara on Lamedalim and Beis asks, because there's a price that says when a person bows down by Hoda, he's Muguna. And the Maskan of the Gemara is that that's by Hoda in Birch HaSemazan, when you say Naidilacha, that's by Hoda in Halo, when you say Haidil Hashem Kitayv. But the Hoda in Davening, so then Adarabin is a Takana that you're supposed to daven. You're supposed to bow down. But the Gemara doesn't explain what's the difference. Why is it that when you bow down during Halo and Hoda, you're Muguna? Now, to make things more complicated, Rabbi Yenna says also, you're not allowed to bow down when you say, and if you do, you're Mugana. And even Yerucham says, you're not allowed to bow down when you say, So, why is it Mugana? What's the problem here? So, Rabbi Yenna and the Magan Ram say that the problem is you're bowing down when Chazal weren't attacking it. But if we take that, you know, literally, whenever you're bowing down when Chazal weren't attacking it, it's Mugana, then we're going to have a problem. Because we bow down when we say Baruchu, we bow down in Aleinu when we say we bow down when we say Kaddish. Many people bow down when they make the brachas when they get an Aliyah. So why isn't that considered Mugunah? So the Jews of Ben Yain already starts to hint to an answer. Ben Yain says that the problem is to bow down when you say Haida. When Chazal weren't attacking to bow down when you say Haida. Now, what's the idea when you say Haida? So the Taz explains, and the Rechashulchan and the Mishnah elaborated on it, that the word Hoda has two implications. Hoda means that I admit 
you know, you're right, Hashem, it's like a vidui, and Hoda also means thanks, like halav Hoda, it's thanks, it's praise of Hashem. When we say Maidim and Shemun Esrei and Birchas and Halal, we're saying thanks, we're praising Hashem. We're not admitting to Hashem. So if it would be a lashon of admitting to Hashem, of being machinir, of humbling ourselves, then would it be appropriate to bow down? Since it's a lashon of thanking Hashem, of praising Hashem, so what does it have to do with bowing down? When we bow down, we sort of show that we don't know what we're saying. We're saying one thing and we're uh, we're doing something that indicates something else altogether. So in Shemun Esrei, we bow down, Chatar Rebetakim. I don't know what Chazar Metakin they're attacking to bow at the beginning and at the end of the first bracha, and you're attacking to bow at the beginning and at the end of Maidim. Not because it's a lashon of uh, of bowing down. But when you bow down, or Chazar Metakin, so you're showing that you're a fool, that you don't know what you're saying. You're saying a lashon of Halavodah, and you're acting as though you're saying a lashon of humbling, uh, of being misvada, which you're not saying. Also, like when Yerucham says, you shouldn't bow down when you say, even though it's a lashon of bowing down, but the Taz says, you're not saying that I'm joining all the people that are bowing before you, Hashem. You're praising Hashem, Hashem, you're so great. Everybody, every single person has to bow down before you. That's your praise of Hashem. So when you bow down, you're implying that you're bowing down with them. You're not. That's what you're doing is you're praising Hashem because of the fact that everybody has to bow down to Him. So bowing down is showing that you, again, don't really understand what you're saying. But the Fizeh, if you're saying Baruch if you're saying Kaddish, so then that has nothing to do with uh, the Lashon of Oda. And therefore, there's no problem to be Mishtachavet. Why is it need to be Mishtachavet? We're humbling ourselves. It's, uh, we determined that it's an appropriate thing when you're saying Baruch to Hashem, when you're saying Kaddish, to bow down, to humble yourself at that time. But since you're not using the Lashon of Oda, it doesn't show that you don't know what you're saying. I don't know, but you're saying Baruch you're saying Kaddish, and you're humbling yourself at the same time, and there's nothing wrong with that. When you say Vanach Mishtachavim, so then you're saying, you know, we bow down, to Hashem, so Adarab, the Mishnah Bura says in Simon Kofamid Beis, if tests, that if you don't bow down, it's Mechzik Shukra. you're lying, you're saying that we're bowing down, and you're not bowing down, you have to bow down. Some even held that in Rosh Hashanah and Trinashu, and you say those words, you have to bow down. So the only thing is, is you do it, the, the Gura was Mach, but he held it in Kaddish, you shouldn't bow down. The Gura held that this halacha, that you shouldn't be Mishtachavah, applies also to Kaddish. Chazar not metakin to bow down in Kaddish, or metakin to bow down in Shemunasri, not in Kaddish. And he was mocked that you shouldn't be mishtachaveh in Kaddish. I don't know what the difference in Kaddish and Baruch Hu is according to the Gra.